0: Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, And today we're going to chat about workouts and menstrual cycle and ego and attachment. So we're going to dive into a topic that um, I've been well versed in for many years. So working out, I actually started, if you don't know uh, my backstory, I actually started lifting weights when I was 16 in my, in the girls only weight room at my small high school. And it was me and one other girl and we'd get up. Um, and the only reason Shannon came to lift with me is because I, I made her, um, and she was on the basketball team and, um, we would meet each other before school at like six 30 in the weight room lift together. And then I'd go play basketball in the gym by myself. Um, now granted, I don't think this would fly at most larger schools, but this again, small school, nobody cared that I was doing this. So, um, that was my introduction and lifting weights consistently since I was 16, three days a week. And I only lifted upper body. I didn't do any lower body lifting, um, because at 16, I was like, Oh, I don't want to get my legs too big. That was my, my thought process. And so I just did arms and abs now fast forward. And I'm almost, I'm about, uh, three and a half years shy of 40 and I'm looking at my workouts and wondering Where can I tweak things? How can I shift this? Um, What is my attachment to some of these workouts? So this is something I kind of started exploring um, a few solo podcast episodes ago. Is about the ego and attachment to your identity with your workouts. And then today, um, we had a guest speaker in one of my, my mastermind groups, and she had said this, don't start with your why, start with who. Now, I thought that was great in terms of um, not only life advice, but but for my workouts as well, because it kind of goes back to that um, attachment to who you are and your identity. So instead of starting with like, why do I want to work out? Who do I want to be by working out? Like, who do I want that version of myself to be? And I think that resonates with me more than anything, because when I started to kind of tweak or look at like, hey, I want to really change up what I'm doing for my workouts, um, but I think it was about 2017, and I was like, I'm not attached to these hard, um, hit workouts, these very structured, very intense. You couldn't miss a day, or you'd mess up the whole program. Workouts. Now, I don't, I have not ever planned that for clients, just because it doesn't work. Um, I had a, I had a friend um, who also she became a trainer, and she asked me why I don't do all these. Um, programs like these macro and mesocycles and really go intense. And I said, you know, the average person that's too much, you know, I'm like, I can barely stick to a program like that. Let alone someone who, you know, at the time I didn't have kids when I was telling her this, I'm like, let alone a mom who has got kiddos and you know, your schedules are constantly changing. You don't have a ton of time. And if you miss, you know, your Tuesday workout, then does that mean you're going to scrap your whole plan for the week? It's just too hard for the majority of people having that intensive workout routine. And so and again, my, my routine wasn't like that, but it was in 2016, 2017. Um, that was what I did when I came, um, back after I had my son back into my workouts, it was intense. Um, and it was very focused on, okay. You know, losing the baby weight. Um, that's, that was my goal. And so now as I'm like, you know, I don't, my husband and I are pretty sure, you know, we don't want any more kids. And so I'm really looking at like, how can I make my workouts nourish myself now, you know, cause again, uh, we did a vision exercise in my mastermind group last week. And I'm like, wow. And you know, about three and a half years, I will be 40. And that was the first time it really dawned on me. And so it's kind of like that, like, what is this next evolution of myself going to be? And I think workouts play a factor in that. And my, my wellness program, because I want something that nourishes me. And I will say this, I, I feel more achy, I would just say an aching right knee, all of a sudden, a joint, <laughs> a joint now that has just decided to kind of be a little tweaky on me. And I've never had these issues before. And so it's just little things like this, that you start to realize, okay, like, what is this going to be, you know, when I am 90 and my seniors that I train, my senior citizens, um, they're 65 plus, but most of them are in their eighties and nineties. and I had trained them for years. And, um, this was, you know, a few years ago, they're like, I can't wait to there well, they obviously they might not see this physically in this universe, but they had said, I want to see you when you are our age and see how you can move because they're, I beat my body up. You know, I did, you know, at that time, uh, I had been training them since I was in my mid twenties and, um, they knew the workouts that I did and how hard I pushed myself. And they are just like, I, that just puts pain in our joints. And now I'm just really reflecting, like, that is a great question because I am one of the first generations of women who got to play sports year round and have travel teams. And I've played three sports in high school and college. I pushed my body. And, um, that's a wonderful thing, but it also, I can see on the flip side, like what, what's going to happen to our joints as we get older, how does that look? And my mom's had, my mom was a D one, um, discus thrower at Iowa state, and she was a runner. She ran a lot and she has no meniscus left in either of her knees and she can't run anymore because it's too painful. It's bone on bone grind. And so it just makes you kind of just pause and reflect of like, okay, what is this long-term plan going to be instead of just this short-term maybe carrot in front of us that I think some of us, myself included, raising my hand for sure, get stuck into like, oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds and then I'm going to feel great. Or, you know, we just kind of get stuck in these loops that really at the end of the day, they're not going to be what makes makes us any better or more fulfilled um, if we achieve them. You know, that is something that I've had multiple people say, man, I thought it was going to be that 20 pounds that I lost. And I was going to feel like a new person now that I've done it. I don't feel any different. You know, that wasn't what I was actually chasing. It's always something deeper. It's always something more. Um, and then to try to find out what that is, it's, it's just more work. It's a lot more work of layers to kind of shed. And so I think sometimes when we come at workouts from that vantage point, we, we miss the magic that they present. And so this is why I'm a really big fan of working out, you know, with your cycle and really exploring this. And so if you're someone who's listening and you still have a, your menstrual cycle and it, you don't take hormonal birth control, um, just because hormonal birth control interrupts that, that the bleeding flow. And so it's giving you a false bleed. And so you're not getting the hormones released at the same time as you would, if you're not on it. And then if you're postmenopausal. Technically, and I give this in quotations, um, they have done studies and you can do like a HIT workout all month long and get the same results as males. Your 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 hormones are just more aligned with that. And I say that just because I've worked with enough women postmenopausal that doing a hardcore workout every single day or you know, five or six days of the week does not feel good on most people's bodies because often again, postmenopausal, it's going to be happening, you know, in our 50s and beyond and putting that pressure or you know box jumps and all of that intensity on our joints, again, doesn't feel great. That doesn't mean that we can't do it or shouldn't do it. It's all up to you. You know I've Again, I've led my senior classes and I have some who at the age of 80 will do a full burpee and they like to. Uh, just not, again, they might do it once a month. They're not doing this every workout just to see that, hey, I can still do this, but not in a way that's competitive or let, let me push myself to this edge every time. It's really about listening to your body. And so working out with your cycle really is about listening to your body. And so that's why I always say those first two days of your bleed rest is best, you know, just do nothing and then really pay attention. What do you need for those, for the rest of your, your bleeding phase? Is it just rest, restorative yoga, walking? I mean, that's about it. And those are, you know, anywhere from one to five days of your cycle. Now, if you are postmenopausal, tying this with the moon is great. So like that new moon phase is a wonderful, wonderful time to kind of explore the rest in your month because our hormones are fluctuating every 28 and a half days where men's are 24 hours. And so that's why we have those, those, those days where we feel amazing. And then we kind of crash and then we go up and we go down and then add on top of that 47% of women in the United States have hormone imbalances. That's a large number, you know, that's basically one out of two women that you see has a hormone imbalance. And so if we're doing these um, intense workouts on top of an already depleted body, and if you're undernourished, and if you're not sleeping well, and then you're going to throw on an hour of intense workout, that's really going to farther, um, deplete the body. And it's going to, it's going to feel harsh. You're going to be more tired. You're not going to get the results. Your body's going to cling to fat that it has, and it's going to store it. Um, That is just what it does. And so that's something that to also reflect on of like, am I helping myself or am I hurting myself by wanting to do more? You know, and I had a a client just last week had asked, um, should I be doing more, you know, to reach my goal? And I said, "Hmm, do you want to? No. I said, I didn't think so. So I don't think so. The answer is no, because what we're going to end up doing is you're going to swing the pendulum from going to a balanced place where you feel good to pushing too hard. And in particular, this is this is very common, and I've been here myself. We we swing on this pendulum. We go from really really intense diet and exercise because that's the culture that we have, and then we swing the other way where we just release everything, and then you know we don't want to we don't want to do follow a diet or we don't want to watch what we eat, and maybe we don't work out anymore. We can swing from that pendulum, but really, the happy medium is in that middle, and finding that middle ground for you, and it's going to look different for everyone and at every stage of your life. So again, not starting with you know, the why do I wanna do this, but who do I wanna be? So in this you know, experience or evolution of who you wanna be right now, what does that look like? Does that mean trying to work out with your cycle versus you know, pushing through every workout or needing to stick to the strict five or six day a week program? Or is it inviting more fun into your life? You know, like, oh, I loved to play tennis. Um, In high school, I should pick up a racket again and find a friend or I should join a league, tennis league, whatever that might look like. How can you invite that uh, back into your life rather than feeling like it's a dogmatic approach? Now, for myself, in this visualization, I saw running as part of my, um, you know, entering my 40s. I want to be a runner and yoga. Those are my two main things that I saw coming into my life. And I've been doing it consistently a morning, um, yoga asana practice, um, every day for, you know, almost this entire year. And I feel really good about that. And that's feeling really good. And I've already noticed that my body is becoming more flexible right now for my main workout. I'm, I'm really enjoying the class by Taryn Toomey, um, And that's just like an online, you know, 45 minutes or an hour workout. And it's just body weight and it's feeling really good. And then I'll lift weights maybe once, maybe twice a week, which is interesting. And that was a story I had to release asking, do I really need to do this? Do I feel like I should do this? Do I want to do this? And then coming from an angle where I feel good and I, I want to do this, not like I should and then finishing up with some running, you know, introducing running. And the first time I went running, I will say my, my time was not great. I was about two and a half minutes slower than I was the last time I ran consistently. And I ran a half marathon about six years ago. And then I stopped, um, because I got pregnant with my son and, um, just really haven't ran longer than sprints. Like I've just been doing sprints since. And so I'm like, I, I want to try this again. So I went, you know, a mile and a half the first day and was like, whoo. Okay. I have some work to do, but it wasn't discouraging in a way. Like, I don't want to try this again. It was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. You know? So I went out the next day and I shed my time by a few minutes. I went out the next day, not a few minutes, sorry, a few seconds went out the next day and I shed it by, um, you know, 30 seconds. So I'd already improved my time. And then now I'm towards, I'm really close to my bleeding phase. And again, I pair my workouts up in such a way that I know when my body is, it's really needing that slowdown and so instead of maybe doing the, um, the option level three in the class workouts, I take level one. I keep my feet on the ground. I don't do jumping. I don't do high impact, um, you know, and I keep it really nourishing, you know, just because knowing I'm going to be bleeding in a day or two and I will rest. And then I'll come back to running. I'll pick it up again, you know, on day five or six of my cycle. And that's how it's feeling good and in flow with myself right now. So who do you want to be? You know, maybe it's not who do I want to be right now, the carrot in front of myself, but who do I want to be, you know, in three years, five years, a year, and really inviting that person in to decide what you want to do for your movement. Instead of that initial, this is what I I have to do. I have to reach this 20 pound weight loss, um, or I just am going to feel um, defeated because I think that is like, that's often a defeating goal. Um, just again, for being a trainer for 14 years, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And we were, I was having this discussion with a trainer uh, before, you know, before COVID that, you know, essentially we're failing as a fitness industry. When you look at, um, you know, what, what the stats are, you know, people are more diseased. People don't like to work out. I feel like more than ever, and that's not, that's not good on the fitness industry. We're doing something wrong in essence. And so what could we do? Right. And this is where I go a little bit left. I don't market towards the weight loss. I don't like to do that because that's not what's getting people um, results. That's not keeping people happy. That's not actually what people want at the end of the day. It might be again, that carrot in front of yourself, but really that's not going to get you the pleasure and the lifestyle and the joy um, that you might be seeking from these things. So that's just something to kind of chew on, you know, like, what is this going to look like for you? How can you maybe incorporate um, a softer approach, an approach that's sustainable? Um, and then that's the same as I talked about, you know, with Victor from last week's um, guest podcast. And he talked about that. And Ayurveda really suggests going at 50% of your capacity, right? When you start to sweat, that's about it. Um, and then just kind of keep it at that pace or below it. We don't have to go so intense and so... Um, you know, everything is just got to be, what is the, I can't even think of the term. <laughs> oh, cause I don't say, it, I just not, it's not something, it's a common gym phrase. You probably are like, yes, this is what it is, but I don't say it. Um, I don't preach it. And, but I do, I do hear it or I do see the memes, you know, in particular on Pinterest when that's not going to be what really is nourishing. So again, I'm going to leave you with that question is don't start, you know, with that why start with who who do you want to become in this next evolution? And if you want more information about how to work out with your cycle, I have a freebie and I'll put it in the show notes um, if you want to download that. Um, And I cannot wait to chat more with you about, you know, how we can be more nourishing with the movement, how we can find more pleasure there. All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.